Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soul Fire production. In this episode, we talk all about travel. What an incredible topic. And what my experience has been in creating some epic moments in time over the years with me and my family. And I want to share with you some of my tips. So as you plan your next adventure, whatever it might be, maybe some of these things will add to the success of it. And don't forget the Extra Love Army doors are open for any new members. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to join us, find out more about what we do in this incredibly special community, or send me a DM. If you know me, I'll always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you would subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. Let's get into it. Hello, Extra Love Army. Today we're talking about travel, and truth be told, I'm coming to you massively jet-lagged after getting off a plane from Italy less than 24 hours ago, but I couldn't wait to press record here because I have had so many incredible conversations and chats with so many of you on Instagram in the DMs about travel and sort of how I plan these things for my family and what the experience has been and some common questions. And so certainly not because I I do it all right or I have the the magic keys, but I think there are some key factors in making your trips as successful as possible. So with that, I'm just gonna kind of get right into it and just share with you sort of what I've been doing for years. And as I was thinking about sharing this with you, you know, I imagine we all start out in the same place, which is that time and money are not an indispensable currency. So when we make time to travel, it's a big deal. I mean, I know it is for us, you know, between coordinating work and life obligations or school or whatever it might be to allow for that time away, it's a big deal. We save money, we budget differently to make it all happen. It's a big deal. Again, that's the standpoint for me, which is I take this area of travel very serious because I don't want to be disappointed. I do a ton of research. I scour, I dig to make our trips for my family as special as they possibly could be. And when I say that, I want to make sure that as I set the table for this conversation, it doesn't mean that I'm having a perfect vacation. It means that it is ideal for my family and allows us to enjoy it to its fullest and be as successful as possible, right? Because the last thing any of us want to be is disappointed. So I do everything I can to make sure that that's not the end result. And sometimes it is, but can't win them all. So I have, you know, five or six tips for planning. And I'm going to say family travel, because that I think is a a bigger bucket than something that we do alone. But I'm going to start off with the very first thing. And again, you guys know me well enough that we're at a stage and chapter in my life where Rocket is our youngest at 10, but we've been traveling with these kids from out of the womb because we just never had a situation where we really had childcare. So my children are very adaptable and flexible when it comes to children because, or travel, excuse me, because 
they've been doing it for many years. I like that I'm tripping up over my words because I'm jet lagged. I mean, is this not real? Um, and so the number one thing I will say, regardless if you have a two-year-old toddler or you have an 18-year-old child, let everyone be who they are and do what they want to do. And I mean this in reason, of course. Now, you know, again, I know this concept is different when you're traveling with certain ages, but it's still somewhat the same, meaning you know your child, your children, your spouse, your traveling companion well enough. So don't force them to be someone different on vacation, if that makes sense. You know, if they've never enjoyed hiking, don't all of a sudden think a trip to Yellowstone will change their mind. You know, for the most part, you're the same person on vacation as you are at home. So, you know, whether it's the Park District pool here in Chicago or the Mediterranean Sea off the Amalfi Coast, I don't like to get my hair wet, period. So I think what ends up happening is that um, we create these magical romanticized visions in our head and so we want them to go as planned. So for example, you know, my kids are at the age, um, some of them that, you know, they want to be on their phone. They want to connect to friends. They want to be looking at YouTube. They want to be doing these things. And so we're really flexible. Like if you are in the same room with us or you're on a balcony, I'm not going to say to you, put that phone down and stare out at the moon. You're so lucky to be here. They're going to get there when they get there. They need some time to just breathe and be. And I'm not going to impose all of these sort of vacation rules on people to make them be in a position where they're not enjoying their trip and then I'm not enjoying mine either. So I still allow everyone in my family to do what they need to do to be happy within reason, of course. Like I'm not going out to dinner and having phones out so no one's talking. But I, but for for my family, it's really just about I want you to ease into whatever it is in this moment so that you can enjoy yourself fully. So I let you be who you are, right? No one wants to be forced to do anything. So number two, what does your family need in order to move through a vacation with the most ease? Now I say this because again, I only know what I know with my family, which is that um, making reservations for dinners and plans and, and scheduling and downtime, um, the flow of our day is extremely important. Meaning my family, we don't wanna go out there and like sightsee every single day and, you know, not have any downtime to just enjoy or sit at a pool or, you know, do nothing. So I know in advance that the more that I can anticipate what might make the day go awry. So for example, when we travel somewhere, the very first day, we do nothing. The only thing on the agenda is to eat. Maybe the second day we'll do something where we can take advantage of a city or look through things. But I don't have this sense of, oh my gosh, we're here. We have to take advantage of everything. Let's go, 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 go. Nobody's happy in my family doing that. So while if there's a never ending list, I mean, especially a few years ago when we took the kids to Europe for the first time, you know, we were going everywhere and there's this sense of urgency of like, oh my gosh, of course you have to go see the Mona Lisa. Of course you've got to do this. But I kind of released it all and just said, what's going to make my family move through this vacation with more ease? So we would limit it. One day, maybe we would go to a museum take a day off, maybe another day. Now, I understand that's a luxury and privilege to be able to spread it out that way, but more is not better. In my family, it's not anyways. So the third thing I would say is let go of glamorizing the perfect getaway. Yes, we dream, we plan, we spend money, we romanticize all these things, but then when we hold on to it so tight, if something goes amiss, we're all sort of crabby or something starts to erupt. 
I mean, you can't plan for things. Life happens even on vacation. I mean, right before we had these tickets to go up in the Eiffel Tower at beautiful sunset time, um, one of my kids was puking. And so I'm like, all right, just clean it up and let's keep going because life will happen. And the more that we can expect that things are going to go off the rails, they're going to, it doesn't make me hold so tight that I have to have this perfect vacation. You know, things will be canceled. People will be sick, whatever the case is. But the more I can get myself into the right mindset of no matter what, we're all here. We're all present. We're going to enjoy our time together. It's all okay. You're going to have lost luggage, (laughs) whatever it might be, it's going to happen and it's all going to be okay. The fourth thing I will say is engage your family, ask them what they want to do. Now, again, if you have really tiny kids, probably aren't doing this, but what do they want to get from the trip? You know, make them a part of it from the start. And I know certainly as parents, a lot of the times we want to educate our kids or make things meaningful and discover new things. And, but again, if I take a massive step back, what I really want to do, number one is I want to be with my people. Number two, I want to be an energy where everybody feels happy, calm themselves and enjoying moments in time. Everything else to me is cherry on top. Okay, great. You get to go explore Pompeii, or maybe you get to go to a new city and explore, you know, a new bakery, whatever it might be. It's all cherries on top. Number five, consult guides and sources that you trust. So for me, it's the Goop Travel Guide. Say what you want about Gwyneth. I kind of love her, but it's never steered me wrong. So ask yourself, what what resources may speak to the travel you want to experience? Now, I love Goop because, I mean, yeah, you know, GP, I know, but it's going to be someplace of beauty. I want to be inspired by beautiful things. I love history and art and well-curated and vetted so that my meal or hotel stay will most likely be pretty good. And then I check out the website. I look at the reviews. And I'll start to do some word of mouth, but I start there because for me, it's a foundation that, that I appreciate. So ask yourself, what are resources that you trust that jive with how your family operates? Number six, once a place has been selected for me, whatever it might be, um, I would like to say that I don't allow other reviews or other people to deter me, if that makes sense. It doesn't mean I'm not taking in the comments or reviews, but not everything is meant for everybody, right? Like, I don't want to go to a place that has loud music, even though people love live music. For me, I can't talk to my family. I know I sound like a 80-year-old grandma, but I, I don't like it. I, I can't hear you. I don't enjoy it. So I don't like busy and crowded and noise. Either does my family. You're not going to find us at a concert or a festival. Not because I don't appreciate them, but my family doesn't enjoy that. We are very sort of low-key, private, isolated people when we travel. So there you go. Somebody else, they're looking for the next festival. So get very clear on what it is that you like. Number seven, this is huge. Make a commitment to yourself as a start to be present and fully engaged and just be. So the weeks before, do what you need to do to set the right tone and energy for the trip. You know, most likely you're the one setting the stage of the energy. And so if you're, if you're stressed, your family is stressed. I know for me that I take time away very, very serious. And in years past, you guys have heard me say, I still was working. I still was the real life Siri. I was always on call because I thought that that showed I was valuable, where now I turn everything off. I say no to opportunities that could help my career, that could be great for my family, because there's nothing more important for me to just feel 
And his most recent trip, I experienced something I'd never experienced before, which is I almost didn't even feel. I was so in the moment and present. It's almost like I learned to live in a way that there was no anxiety. There was no stress. I wasn't thinking about COVID. I wasn't thinking about schooling. I wasn't thinking about work. I was just like breathing. I was almost like floating through it. And I know it's because I prepped myself prior. I got my work done that I needed to. I put it to the side. I didn't attempt to do any work while I was there. And that made all the difference because it also set the tone for my family, that it was something that they knew that I took very serious as well, because you will never get that time back. No one's going to hand you that time. And again, it does not have to be some luxurious, incredible vacation. I'm just talking about getting off of the grid in some way that allows you to breathe differently. And so, you know, I could go on and on about um, packing. I also think, you know, making sure that you are as prepped as possible, meaning I know it's a pain, but I don't like to plan outfits at all. I'm in the moment, but I can't bring my closet. So I will take pictures of outfits that I think I might want to bring so that when I pack, it's more strategic and there's less to carry because when there's less to carry, there's less stress. Um, And, you know, I would say to extend yourself when you get into that vacation mode, when you travel, travel can be triggering for a lot of people. And so get calm, get centered. What are you going to do when you're out on vacation to make sure that, you know, when things go awry, that you can be home base of control? Because again, you spent a lot of time and money to be away with your family and the little triggers that can set us off so easily. We don't want them to rob us of what can be an incredible trip. So I hope these little tips have helped you as you venture off into planning mode. You know, there's nothing more valuable than getting out of your four walls and experiencing moments outside of the everyday grid to stir your soul, inspire you, and allow you to get grounded again in your own life and passions. So extra love army, cheers to exploring more living, less existing, and more living life extra. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week. 